It's the Trains Plus cast. Hello, I'm David Fink. The interesting thing here is it's new, it's Trains, and unfortunately for the moment, it's audio-only video, though, is coming up soon. Now, I've decided for the first 30 seconds to hand the microphone over to the railways of China. So here's a look at the sights, or rather, the sounds of the Chinese railways. We are taking a particular look at three world-class or unique places for the railways, of course, in the country that runs them the fastest, China, in one of the countries that's known for mountain railways, and of course for newer generation trains, Switzerland, and of course in the place that we're pretty much where it all happened at the very beginning in the UK. So let's take a look now at news and updates with regards to the world's largest high-speed network and super-sized stations. First edition on the 30th of March 2019, we're looking at news and updates about Jinan West Railway Station in the provincial capital of Shandong in eastern China. Right now, it is a large station at 17 platforms, which is not very large when you take a look, or rather not very busy when you compare it to stations nearly, I mean, twice the size, and that would be Shanghai Hongqiao, which comes at 30 platforms. And by the way, there's a station that's twice as big as Jinan West, and that will be Xi'an North at a mind-boggling 34 platforms. You think that's big? Well, in the works are ideas, of course, to expand Jinan West to 36 platforms. Now, some are saying, well, this is probably too big. This is still on the drawing, you know, drawing board. Others have said, wait, wait, maybe Xi'an is not going to lose the largest station, as in the award, or rather the whatever of being the city hosting the largest station, because Xi'an East Railway Station is in the works. It's rumoured to ultimately be ready for 40 platforms. Like I said, Jinan West at the moment is not very busy. Although you will sometimes see two trains, pretty much one chasing the other one, one train leaving northbound to Beijing, the other one coming in from the south, from Shuzhou and onwards. A few other very busy stations around um, China, Nanjing South Railway Station, particularly busy. It's being home to the Beijing to Shanghai high-speed railway line and high-speed lines to Chengdu, to Shanghai, to Nanjing, while, of course, other parts of the city, and, of course, to Anting, as well as many other destinations. And that, too, including Hangzhou. And finally, the busiest station right now, Shanghai Hongqiao Railway Station, probably a departure every minute and a half, sometimes even more than that. So Jinan West right now, at 17 platforms, there are two problems. First of all, there is only one entrance, that's the east entrance. Oh yes, there is indeed a west entrance, but to get onto a train at Jinan West, you have to go 
all the way to the east entrance to go upstairs to the departures hall. And some are saying, well, it was okay when it was built for 2011, but now we've moved on eight years past, and now patronage is going through the roof. So the idea is to use the extra bit to the south, to the west of the railway station, get rid of a car park, and expand it so that there's going to be a new part of the railway station, and that's going to bring the total number of platforms to 36. At the moment, the official railway bodies are saying, you know what, we are expanding G9. Stations. We are expanding G9 West railway station. We have many future-proofed platforms at G9 East. Maybe even the main G9 station might, you know, might just get a new platform. The idea is, yes, we are expanding. As to, is it going to be a 36 platform station? No idea at the moment. Although, given this is China, the answer is maybe is 36 even too small? Because I'm seeing stations right now which are not so big and yet have. Patronage, for example, going through the roof. For example, the least used railway station in China on the high-speed line from Beijing to Shanghai is Dingyuan Railway Station. Hands up if you've been there. Hands up if you've even gotten off the train. Very, very quiet station with few services. Yet there are thousands already of passengers using the station on a daily basis. And sometimes rail crew have told me that there are. Cases, situations where about five to six hundred passengers board or leave a train at the same time at Dingyuan Railway Station. So that's something to be taking, something to think about when you think about the dimensions of stations or the question: Should we expand this, or is this big enough? Because for a pretty much the world's largest country by population for the present moment, nothing seems to be quite. Big enough, be it railway stations or motorway toll gates. Jinan West was a very quiet station at the outset. That's because it only served one main line and one is subline a good enough term? Well, basically, most trains went from Beijing to Shanghai. A few trains slipped away via Jinan to Qingdao. That's on the slower, 200 kilometer per hour or 125 mph old higher speed line, rather not very much high speed. And now we have another line to add to Jinan West, the new 250 kilometer per hour or 157 mph line out from Shijiazhuang via Dezhou East to Jinan, and that's been with us since late 2017. Doesn't seem to be too big or too small. 17 platforms can handle maybe about two or three lines, except for there's going to be a new major route at 350 kilometers per hour or. 217 mph going from Jinan to Zhengzhou. Zhengzhou, of course, the capital of the province of Hunan, one of the most populated platforms, and pretty much one of the key strategic hubs of China railways. It's pretty much one of the busiest stations, one of the busiest railway cities ever in the country, and anything that basically touches upon Zhengzhou is born to be big. So as a result, the major new line to Zhengzhou being the reason why Jinan West is thinking of growing by leaps and bounds, and there's also a possibility that Classic may be brought under the roof. Although we are not very certain at the moment, the main Classic station is the main Jinan railway station. The 
the load of traffic calling and surfing at Jinan stations will slightly be taken off as of the 10th of April 2019 when we get new schedules coming up uh, with the Chinese railways implementing new schedules at this time of the year. They do this quite a fair bit. They have new schedules coming for January, for uh, the spring, for the summer, for the autumn and uh, maybe deep into the winter. Although that, although that pretty much often is a case of mixing both the late December and the January schedules at the same time. There's going to be a new high-speed train going from Beijing to Qingdao, terminating at the, state, uh, at the city's North Railway Station, which is connected to Metro Line 3, amongst other connections, to central Qingdao. And that will take you under three hours, which is a massive improvement. I tried going to Qingdao in late 2010. Back then, trains ran much slower, and they called it lots of intermediate stations en route. They called it G9 East, which is now pretty much the... Old G9 East Station is now known as Darminghu or Darming Lake Station. There is a new HSR-only high-speed station called G9 East, which entered into service in late 2018. So I did a trip in 2010. It took like about uh, five hours or just slightly bordering on five and a half or six. Right now, with the new schedules coming on the 10th of April 2019, under three hours. That will be one direct non-stop train under three hours to Qingdao and a similar non-stop direct service from Qingdao back to Beijing under three hours. And that's basically two super fast, super direct trains coming every day. So that's going to be something certainly worth checking out, especially if you're for some really, really good seaside views. Qingdao Railway Station, or rather Qingdao North Railway Station, is located right by the bay, right by the sea. Quite unique when you come to think about it. Across Beijing, across, you know, uh, pretty much much of the country, you have places where you can supposedly do Lanzhou La Mian, or pretty much the original Lanzhou noodles. And of course, Lanzhou is home to one of the major stations in China on the Eurasian route. Classic and now increasing high speed with the new Lanzhou West railway station. And now Lanzhou West out from Beijing West will be just slightly faster. What's happening is they haven't increased the speed running from Beijing via Zhengzhou to Lanzhou. But they have basically done away with lots of stops en route. So pretty much what we're looking at is an acceleration in train services out from Beijing to Lanzhou, with trains now calling only at major stations including Shijiazhuang, Zhengzhou East and Xi'an North. And that's pretty much it, just three stops until you get to Lanzhou West. And out there, once you are at Lanzhou West, you can, you, you can connect to other services going further west, including Xining and, of course, Urumqi. So, faster trains to Lanzhou, certainly part of the new times on the 10th of April 2019. That's something that they've done increasingly. What's happened is they've also done this to the trains running from Beijing to Kunming. The first direct uh, the first direct train, although not high speed, just simply direct in the sense that you can stay on the train until you get to Kunming, that launched on the 5th of January 2017, took you like about 12 hours. Then they trimmed it down to about 10 hours, simply by getting rid of a lot of intermediary stops. So that train now takes you 
about 10 hours and a half or so, stopping only at major stations including Shijiazhuang, Zhengzhou East, Wuhan, Changsha South, Huaihua South, which is a regional hub, Guiyang North, and Kunming South. So China is raising the operational speed limits of some lines, um, and in other parts of the country where they don't do it, or are just thinking about it for the longer run, what they're doing now is they're cutting the number of stations served. So savings of approximately an hour or so on the new faster trains out from Beijing West to Lanzhou West. Trains that used to take nearly eight and a half hours, that's eight hours, 32 minutes, now pretty much running as fast as merely seven hours and 22 minutes. Also new on the times on the 10th of April 2019 will be high-speed high speed regional trains rather going from Lanzhou to Chengdu. Now, these are D-type trains, although the train set that they are using right now is only optimized for speeds up to 100 miles per hour or 160 kilometers per hour. But they use what's called an electric multiple unit in Chinese, Dongchezu train. And so as a result, it's really a bit of a mix. It is classified as high speed, as a high speed regional. It can run on conventional tracks. Like it's 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 like a rail amphibian. It can amphibian. It can run high speed. It can run classic. It's not the world's fastest train. It looks like it's a classic rail train because it's green or in this case electric lime. And um, but high speed rules apply. For example, there is no hard sleeper. There is second class sleeper. And also, you are not allowed to smoke anywhere on those trains. And if you wanted to try that, it's a hefty fine, a credit blacklisting, and of course, being banned from the railway trains for up to six months. So if I were you, I wouldn't even risk it. And by the way, um, a public service announcement, smoking is really, really bad for you. Thank you for your support and Please keep your belongings and get ready for arrival. When you get off... So these will be uh, two trains going in each direction from uh, Lanzhou to Chengdu and they will take about um, 6 hours 50 minutes, 6 hours 52 minutes which is a time saver of 5 hours. Imagine, think about that. Imagine taking 12 hours to travel between two cities in western China. Well, now it's pretty much just a case of under 7 hours. Indeed, the network is expanding, and um, at the same time, eastern China is getting a new wave of high-speed lines. The current Beijing of Shanghai high-speed railway line is now pretty much running at you know at the limits, and so now they're thinking of a new east line. And also, the Beijing to Guangzhou high-speed railway line is also pretty much running close to capacity, so now they're thinking of another parallel line, Beijing to Hong Kong via Nanchang. So that too... Two new lines to take a look at coming in the years to come. Not too far away.
And so most of you might be wondering, well, it is a new green high-speed railway train. And it's like, nani desu ka? Is this like Japan? Is it because, why is it all about Japan at the moment? That's because in Japan, first class is known as the green shell or the green car, which is a neat way of saying first class. I don't know what standard class might be, blue car? Well, it could, it could be worth re-terming it for what it's worth. And so most of us, when we think about green and trains and high speed, they think, oh, Japanese Shinkansen, uh, Shinkansen rather, first class. The new CR200J Revival Express train, or Fushinghao train, is what's officially known as the Green Revival train, or Revival Green. And they are a new invention. They really are. They are basically China trying to do the older generation TGV like trains, where the um, train pretty much is about 18 cars long. There are shorter versions being um, planned as well. And the idea is on modern high-speed trains, every train carriage or every other train carriage has the motors. So as a result, the trains go faster. Whereas with the CR200J green trains, green high-speed trains or revival green trains, all the energy is concentrated, all the power is concentrated on the locomotive train itself. And so as a result, it's really an odd mix in the high-speed railway system. It is called Revival Express, yet it's not the world's fastest train. And um, it is governed as a high-speed service with high-speed rules to apply, yet it runs at classic rail velocities or speeds. So it's a bit of a misfit, but all of that starts becoming nothing once you get on board the train because it feels like high speed on board and um, the train is both new and not so new um, but there is one new improvement that I really liked with this train and it deals with second class sleeper or hard sleeper as we know it on the other classic rail trains. Now the major annoyance is for a guy who is 6 foot 3 or 191 meters on the y-axis, if that's right, it's really a pain sleeping because the one thing I did on the eight-hour daytime sleeper out from Lanzhou to uh, Yinchuan, like about two summers back, was I was so tall that my legs expanded itself pretty much. Could you imagine someone's legs dangling in mid-air? with rail crew and passengers and rail police passing through and stinking out the whole carriage. That would be hellish. So what the train designers did then was they enclosed that part so that now your legs were pretty much sort of like for people as tall as I am. Or maybe Yao Ming, it would be infernal as we were cramped. But this is a user interface improvement because on those new trains, the enclosed semi-compartments in second-class sleeper are now redone so that your legs remain inside and they don't have to dangle outside anymore. And so you don't get to scare, scare anyone suddenly. Middle of the night, low or no lighting, your legs taking liberties and suddenly BANG! Hitting some innocent passenger. That's not going to happen on the new Revival Green trains. And let me say, thank heavens, it's not going to happen. Hashtag ways to epic fail or epic ruin your journey.
And whilst we're on that topic of the Revival Green or the CR200J trains, let's take a look at all Revival trains pretty much running at the moment. Right now we have just two members of the Revival Express train family. The CR200J, which is pretty much the uh, Revival Green train, which is a weird mix between classic rail and high speed, and of course the world's fastest train, the CR400 trains, or Revival Express trains. The Revival 400 trains are going to be, you know, it's not exactly really easy to find out what train they are. Because first of all, although it is a Revival Express train for Xinhao, this is where it's complicated. They come from different manufacturers and, like the old IMAX, they come in different colours. So there is the CR400A train and the CR400B train. So basically that's where, although it might seem to be pretty much, oh, just high speed, that's the difference. So the CR400A F trains and the CR400BF trains are eight car revival trains with business class at both ends. They go for eight cars, like I said, and there's about 10 business class seats in each eight car train. Now for busier lines, like say Beijing to Guangzhou, they run the CR400AF-A train which is a 16-car train. The major disappointment over the current Hershey Hao or Harmony Express trains is they got rid of car 9 as in the um, you know open-plan seating or the dining car seating instead. What they've done is they just have a place pretty much where you buy things. It's like a bistro wagon rather than a full-blown dining car. And uh, instead of like seating you at those old school seats where you get like about four people and a huge table it's just regular train seating so everyone is like you know three one side to the other to each side of the aisle it gets very very cramped and um, there is a bit of me in saying that I didn't like this however a big advantage if you want to go somewhere in style, or they're not breaking the bank, is now they have basically added another first-class carriage. So on the old eight-car trains, there was only one first-class carriage. On the new ones, they have another fully first-class carriage in addition to that. So that, I think, is a major improvement. And finally, there is the CR400AF or BF-B train. That is not a 16, that is a 17-car train. It is probably the world's longest and fastest train. And the only addition is they've added a second-class carriage. So close to about 100 more passengers, and that's used on the super-busy Beijing to Shanghai high-speed railway line. Caution here, there are parts of intermediate stations where the station canopies aren't that long. As a result, you have to go into the open to board the train at the far end. If you think that doesn't quite work out, board from the carriage closest to you, car 2 or car 16, and then proceed all the way to car 1. There are, of course, CR300 trains, which are optimized for speeds up to 250 km per hour or 157 mph. But they are still being tested. Last time I saw them personally was in southwestern China in the city of Chengdu. They're still doing their runs right now. You're lucky if you finally... Uh, you're lucky if you find one. But then again, it's worth the wait. (laughs) 
And so everyone is really obsessed about the world's fastest train that we have here in China, the Revival Express, Fuxinghao, and stuff like that. The CR400 train is going at 350 kilometers per hour. That's 217 mph. But did you note that there's one secret when you're traveling in business class? Yes, that very class of travel, which, by the way, in newer concept trains. Is only going to be the second most royal, exclusive, deluxe class of travel. There's actually going to be VIP class, if I'm not mistaken, which is even more exclusive. Bill Gates class. Anyway, the new revival trains in business class are missing one thing they had on the Harmony Express train. If you travel on an old CRH train in business class, the next time you're seated, open the、um, flap to the left-hand side, and yes, you will dig out a television screen with pre-installed video. Some of these may not have been just recently updated. Some may not have been updated ever.、And、the idea was in business class, everyone would get busy pretty much with you know that TV screen. And、uh, stuff like that. Well, I did use it twice in my thousands of travel、uh, journeys and stuff like that across China. Pretty much, nobody really uses it. Instead, what I used more on those trains, first of all, are of course the、um, slumberette on the early morning service. The O eight, the O seven hundred departure out rather from Beijing South. It's like a sleeping car. So. Pretty much, you get ten people or so in a business class, you know, carriage at either end of a train. This is what you hear. I swear, I am not making this up. And second of all, if you're hearing any bit of Jackie Chan kung fu, that's because people bring their own portable electronic devices, their own iPhones, stuff like that. And、uh, yeah, they're not very considerate. They don't come with headphones,、uh, less with microphones.、I、haven't tried podcasting from a train. Might want to try that in future. So they basically half Jackie Chan out on say ninety decibels, bothering the hell out of everyone. And then the railways took note. Well, the railways said maybe no one is using those integrated TV screens. And by the way, they don't come for the low price of zero. And so when they did the revival trains, the first few trains kept it, but then later on in the mass-produced trains they got rid of that. In their place is this bit of emptiness. It's like a place where you can secretly stow away your iPhones. By the way, I've tried it. I own plenty of devices, mostly iPhone XS Max devices. They fit very well, and you can actually put that inside and forget about it for the rest of your journey. But there is one caveat, though. There is one thing you need to note: don't leave your devices inside what I would call the devices cupboard, and forget about them when you get off the train, because that nearly happened to me once. I can tell you, your mobile devices are much more than a phone. They have everything from baby pics to online banking, from、uh, important emails to、uh, Angry Birds. You lose one of these things, you. Pretty much use a lot of what goes on in your life. So when traveling, have an extra eye out on everything you bring with you, especially those portable electronic devices. Signing off now from Beijing. More to come next week. Thank you for joining us on this inaugural edition of, of course, Trains Plus Cast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please get ready 
for your arrival in the next edition. I'll see you then. Thank you, and till then.